Hi, welcome to God is Real, God is Good. This week it's me, Camus, and this week I have with me Victor Hayes. He goes to our current church. Um, he's a really nice gentleman. He's just, he helps out with the radio station that we have here and just all this techie knowledgeableness that I don't have. Um, so Victor, why don't you tell us a little about, about where you're from? Where am I from? Actually, my father was uh, in the military, so we moved all over the United States. Oh wow! Some some years I went to more than one school. I went to I went to up to three schools a year. Oh goodness! Three different ones. Wow! So uh, anyway, my my father he came from a Baptist background. Okay, that's cool. You know, from the south. Oh and my yeah. My mother was from the north, and she was uh, uh, from a Lutheran background. She was she was German. Her all of our ancestors were Lutherans. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Germans. So how did they raise you? Like, what was the religious background in your Well, family? they decided to attend the Presbyterian Church. Okay, so... There was one down the street, and they, were, they liked it. All righty, nice and close <laughs> to home, good atmosphere. Yeah. So uh, when I was three years old, I was given a children's Bible. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I couldn't read it. <laughs> I mean, you were three. <laughs> yeah. But it did have a picture of Jesus and Noah's Ark in it. Oh, that's cool. You know, back in those days, they didn't have a lot of illustrations in books. Oh, yeah, I bet. You know, I'm pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have a lot of graphics and stuff back then. But I love my Bible. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to understand it. That's awesome. So uh, as I grew up, my family continued to attend the Presbyterian Church. Mm -hmm. But my mother told me that only the pastor could understand the Bible. Really? Yeah, because he went to college to learn about it. <laughs> oh, interesting. I have to thank the dedicated Sunday school teachers who managed to teach me a few things about Christianity. That's nice. Mm -hmm. That's cool. One thing that I particularly remembered is the Ten Commandments. Oh, really? Yes. That's cool. Well, my family was pretty dysfunctional, and I had some really hard feelings against my father, uh, so I ended up leaving home before I finished high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. I worked a night shift at a fast food restaurant, and I finished my high school. Yay! High school. <clears throat> yeah, there were times when I had no money for food, mm -hmm. uh, but I made it through. I got my diploma. Awesome. The Vietnam War was on at that time. Ancient oh. history, right? <laughs> Ancient history. <laughs> Unless I went to college, I was pretty sure to get drafted. Yeah. So I, was, I worked at a fast food restaurant near the college I was attending. I had had an old Yamaha my, uh, motorcycle in high school uh, for transportation. I, I hitchhiked a lot. Mm -hmm. Then I got this old Yamaha motorcycle, but by the time I was in college, it really needed a lot of repair. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> so I bought a non-running six, 650cc Triumph for $50, and unfortunately I got it running. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I was still 17. So when I got some traffic violations, I had to ask my mother to go to, co go to court with me. Oh, Joy. I was really embarrassed. Yeah. Had to ask my mother to go to court with me. Yeah. 
the court figured that I was a bad hombre uh, on a motorcycle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they took my rent money and my driver's license. Oh, <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> I was so hungry most of the time that I couldn't concentrate on the lectures at college. And, you know, I had to hitchhike everywhere I went. Yeah, because your driver's license went back. So I thought, well, I'll, I'll join the military. I, I, I joined the uh, Air Force. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was pretty good because, hey, they paid you and they fed you both. Whoa, pretty cool. <laughs> the only downside was that you belonged to them. Mm. It was basically slavery. It really was. Over the years, I had, uh, I had become pretty discouraged with Christians in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in church they talked a good line. Yeah. But once they were out in public, it seemed to be, you know, they weren't any different than anyone else. Just a disconnect there between what they were saying and what they and were what doing. what they were doing, yeah. Yeah. So I met a man while I was in the military mm -hmm. and up, in, up in Washington State. He seemed to be uh, different. He was a real Christian. Mm. But he was a Seventh-day Adventist. Oh, weird mm -hmm. person. Yeah. How weird. I had attended the local Baptist church a couple of times, so I called the pastor to get some information. I asked him, which day is the Sabbath? And what he told me made my jaw kind of drop. He said that Saturday was the Sabbath. Hmm. How'd you take that? Well, I asked him, well, why do we keep Sunday? He said, because Christ arose from the dead on Sunday and the Holy Spirit fell on the disciples on Sunday. Well, I read between the lines. There was no change of the Sabbath in the Bible. Hmm. You know, my mother had always stressed honesty. And I, uh, I didn't want to follow a falsehood. Yeah. I also thought it was no wonder that many Christians say, but they don't do. They taught me the Ten Commandments, but they didn't keep them. Hmm. I would like to report that I immediately made a decision to follow the Lord, follow the truth, and dedicate my life to God. Wow. But it was seven more years <laughs> <laughs> uh, before God, and that's God, not me, brought that about. Hmm. Starting to see the truth, but not quite fully willing to surrender yet, huh? No, because I got out of the military... You know, when I went back home to Florida, mm -hmm. and I worked for a while selling auto parts, and I was offered a business opportunity, and I took over a service station. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, I was so full of ambition and the American dream, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just work hard enough, you can, you can do it. You can be successful. Get to the top. Yeah. I opened the station at 6 a.m. and closed it at 10 p.m., seven days a week. Oh, wow. Long days. <laughs> Long days. And actually, they were too much for me. Mm. I, had, I had married while I was overseas in the military, and my wife presented me with a daughter. Oh, wow. Yay. But, you know, I worked so hard, and it seemed to be paying off, and business was getting better and better mm -hmm. as people began to trust me and patronize my business. Yeah. And, you know, uh, <laughs> a voice spoke to me. You know, it wasn't audible. <laughs> yeah. But said if I didn't make a decision soon, it would be too late. Mm. You know, I was thinking about attending a Seventh-day Adventist church in Florida, but I was afraid of being disappointed. Mm. To see that disconnect there, too. Yeah, because 
Because I was afraid, afraid the Christians there might not be any different than any other Christians I ran into. <laughs> yeah, then that would be really sad. So I wanted to go to the church where my Christian friend went. Mm-hmm. But it was 3,600 miles away. Oh, my goodness. I was sure that all the members there must be like angels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I had his business card in my wallet. You know, I carried it around for seven years. Oh, goodness. That's a long time to be carrying mm -hmm. that. It was starting to get pretty worn out. I called him. He said I could come with my family and stay at his house until I found a job. Hmm. Business had changed. Yeah. 1973 was the first gasoline shortage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had to, my business had been doing great. It had been, been increasing and increasing, and all of a sudden I had to cut down to eight hours a day. Oh, wow. And I, I, they cut my, uh, how much gas I could sell. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. That must have been. They also wanted to get rid of all the uh, independent dealers. Really? Yep. Hmm. The, the jobber wanted that. He wanted to have them as his stations. You know, sell, oh. sell candy bars. Believe it or not, there weren't very many of those uh, uh, convenience stores, you know, uh, gas stations that sold candy bars and stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. We used to do auto repair and stuff. Yeah, anyway, uh, hmm. but he, it eventually ended up being just that, uh, gasoline and candy bars. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting combination. Well, they didn't. All they had to have was a uh, just someone to run the cash register. They didn't have to have skilled people. Yeah. Well, I went to vocational school uh, to be a machinist, so I would have a trade to look for uh, employment when I got to Washington State. Yeah. So my son was born during this time mm -hmm. while I was uh, while I was in school. And I had to sell my Ford van to cover his uh, cover medical bills. Oh goodness! Yeah. Yeah, I bought a I bought a Chrysler for three hundred dollars. <laughs> it was older, but it was low miles and it ran good. Well, that's good. Uh huh. Then I made a bad decision. Oops. Yeah, I thought I needed a truck so I could take everything we had. Oh yeah. I traded the car for a truck. It would have been better to take what we could get in the car. And just get rid of the rest of it. Hmm. I didn't realize how worn out the truck was. Oh. The engine burned a lot of oil, and it was really providential that I was able to get a low-mileage used engine. The rear end was not leaking, but that was because it did not, did not have any oil in it, nor would it hold any. <laughs> oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to replace the rear end. The transfer case, yeah, it was a four-wheel drive. Oh, cool. It was real noisy. Oh, not so cool. You know, we disassembled it, and I and I uh, I went to the dealer mm -hmm. to get bearings for it. Yeah, they said it would take two weeks to get them, and I didn't have two weeks. Yeah, you're trying to go because uh, you know once once I was out of school, I didn't have my, uh, my GI bill, which was about four hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. And I figured after expenses, I had twenty dollars a week to pay for groceries. Which meant diapers, soap, and everything. So, oh, wow. I lived on cabbage soup with chicken backs and day old bread, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't afford peanut butter. Yeah, <laughs> it was too expensive. <laughs> Sometimes a healthy life be you're too broke. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> we rotated the old bearings to a good spot and put it back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it actually it. sounded pretty good, the transfer case. <laughs> it quieted down, you know. <laughs> okay, uh, on a trial run, I went on a trial run about 70 miles, mm-hmm. and a drive shaft spit out a, a universal joint cup. So I, I I pulled the drive shaft out, and I ran on the front wheel drive, the front to get back, limped home. Oh, goodness. Then a weld on the drive shaft broke. You know, it looked like a really, it was really badly welded. It had been worked on before. Oh, wow. It was a bad weld job. Just problem after problem. <coughs> well, we, we welded it together and rolled it on the floor to check for straightness. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't know how to put the drive shaft back together so it mm-hmm. correctly. So there was a very noticeable vibration over sixty miles an hour <laughs> from the drive line. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of our stuff easily fit on the old truck. So we were ready to go. Mm-hmm. We had to go. Yeah. Okay, we I, I had no income and we left with three hundred and fifty dollars to make the thirty six hundred mile trip. It's a long ways. We loaded up, me, my wife, a two-year-old daughter, and a six-month-old son. And this wasn't a crew cab. This was a regular truck cab, single bench seat. Oh, fun. It was mid-December, and it was cold. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is a Florida truck, and the heater core was plugged with rust. Oh. <laughs> and there were rust holes in the firewall that let in, lots, uh, let in jets of cold air. <laughs> oh, wow. That must have been cold drive. <laughs> it was rusty. <laughs> it's a Florida truck. <laughs> we didn't have money to stay in hotels, so our, uh, our first stop to stay overnight was in Oklahoma City. Oh, wow. That was about halfway, yeah. At a friend of my wife's. The next day, we continued west. Mm-hmm. You know, it was bright and sunny. Yeah. Oklahoma, you know, it was, and it was really a nice, bright, sunny day. It was a little cool. Yeah, yeah. And things, but things seem to be going well, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but about uh, 100 miles out from Oklahoma City, I started hearing a noise. Oh, boy. Oh, I think I hear something. It was a little chirping, kind of squealing sound. As the truck slowed going uphill, it would get louder. Then going downhill, it would go away. Oh. I thought... It might be the transfer case. I was thinking of those bearings in there that, that we did. <laughs> they looked like a washboard road, seriously. Oh, goodness. Yeah, and we put them back in, but we turned them around to the good spot. <clears throat> I, thought, I thought maybe it would be okay if I babied the truck more. Yeah. A highway exit was ahead, and the noise stopped until I was past it. Hmm. By the next exit, it was obviously the left front wheel. Hmm. I was hoping it wouldn't fall off as I turned off off of this exit. Yeah. It seemed like Providence. There was a Chevy dealer in this little town. <laughs> little town out in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> they told us to wait until they could take care of us. Hmm. We waited over two hours or so. Oh, my goodness. And it was getting late, and this was Friday we had $125 left. Yeah. So there was no way to pay for a room and still finish our trip. Mm. If the Lord wanted us to finish the trip, he would have to provide a way. <laughs> yeah. So what'd you do? 
Well, the service department man came out and told us that they couldn't take care of us. Oh, goodness. And it was late in the afternoon on Friday. Yeah. My heart sank. He gave us directions to a little home mechanic shop up the street. <laughs> well, the truck was complaining loudly as we drove up to this mechanic shop. A boy who couldn't have been more than 10 years old came out and started taking my truck apart. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I was a little apprehensive because of his youth, but he seemed to be doing okay. Yeah. As I looked around, I was wondering if we would be settling here. Mm -hmm. This was the kind of town that unless you were born and raised here, there would be no jobs available. Oh, yeah. No, but the young mechanic's father informed me that it was a wheel, wheel bearing and that mm -hmm. we should replace both of them just in case the other had been damaged. Oh. Okay, but remember, it's a four-wheel drive truck, and I had so, such a hard time getting parts for that thing. Yeah. They weren't very common back when that truck was built. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, so he rushed off to the parts store to get them before they closed for the weekend. Yeah. I was thinking about how hard it was to get parts when I was back in civilization. It would be a miracle if they had them here. <laughs> <laughs> As he came back, he gave us the news. They only had the bearing I needed. Really? Only the one I needed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just wow. The truck was reassembled, and he made out the bill. I was hoping that we would have enough money left mm -hmm. to at least get closer to our destination. Mm -hmm. He handed me the bill, $25. Oh, my goodness. Parts and labor. <laughs> wow. The Lord had made a way for us to complete the trip. There is no way I could have been charged so little at the dealer. Yeah. Or just about any other place in the USA. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I would have had to go to Mexico to get cheaper than that. We were back on the road again. We made it to my friend's house with $50 to spare. Oh, my goodness. Wow. We stayed with him for three months before I found a job, which was also an answer to prayer. Wow. I committed my life to Jesus and the seven, and I joined the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Oh, by the way, they were not all like angels. <laughs> But I've never been sorry <laughs> uh, for committing my life to the uh, one who died for me. Mm. Uh, he's so good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you for sharing, <laughs> Victor. That's really cool. I don't know anybody's story typically until I hear it whenever Ford is. Yeah. Well, you're, you're young. You still have a chance <laughs> to do that, right? Yeah, I still have a chance to. I said no. <laughs> Hopefully not. Like, oh goodness! I love the Lord, and when He provides, that's awesome. But it's so stressful in that moment when you're like, "I don't know how it's going to happen, Lord." You know, you're just going to have to provide. But He always does. He did. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Do you mind if I pray with you before we leave? Sure. I should have prayed before we started. <laughs> yeah, but I forgot. <laughs> Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for Victor and for his story, for working in his life and showing him that nominal Christianity is not all that there is, that you have people everywhere in your churches that are really there for you. 
that they're saints and that they're reaching out to others and they're living their lives differently. And thank you that you could show him that and use that to draw him in to your love and into a relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. And see you all next week. Or not. We're still here. As <laughs> promised, here is our special episode at the end of Victor's. Yeah, so it's both me and Kylie now. And so we just kind of wanted to touch base now that it's been almost six months. It is. This is our 26th-ish episode. Whoop, whoop. So half a year. We have made it. Half a year, which is actually a pretty big hurdle. I mean, well, I feel like I'm the type of person that likes to start things and not continue things. Um, so it's pretty impressive for me. <laughs> yeah. And that we, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So we kind of are here to answer questions that we feel like our followers might have. <laughs> Nobody has asked us. I mean, we've had people ask us in yeah. person. Like, some of our friends and stuff, like, they ask us some of these questions. And so we thought, well, hey, maybe our listeners have some of these questions. So maybe we'll, like, actually officially put something out there and be like, hey, like. Yeah. Also, to give you a chance to get to know us. I feel like a lot of the people that listen do know us. Yep, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you don't know us. And if you don't, this is a chance to get to know us a little better. Yeah. So we just wanted to do something special, like because, like we said, it's it's half a year. We kind of like wanted specialness. <laughs> we wanted to celebrate the fact that we had done half a year, and also like break things up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we just had our couple holiday ones, and we have a couple more coming up because there's more holidays, guys. Ugh, all the holidays. But yeah, let's let's see what we like. I said we made these questions, <laughs> so let's see what we are asking ourselves today. All right. Who are we? We are sisters. That we are. We're like three years apart. I'm 20. I, Kylie, am 22. And I'm Camus and I'm 19. Yeah. Um, Camus has super cool. Well, she has two super cool jobs. She is an EMT. So Yay. she goes in the ambulance and saves people's lives. <laughs> Yep. Um, and then she also does Bible studies. Um, she goes and works um, for our church and goes out and works in our community, trying to bring people into the church and tell them about Jesus. Yep, I'm out there saving lives and saving souls. So look at Camus go. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, but Kylie also is super impressive. Um, she's getting her master's in social work. She also works part-time and then does the podcast. Part-time is in like 10 hours a week. <laughs> but she also has an internship that she needs to get her master's, so. Yeah. Busy. We're busy ladies. That we are, so. I don't like the word ladies. No. no. <laughs> Take it all back. <laughs> um, I don't know what else they want to know about us. Um, I mean, if, from listening to our testimonies, you learn a lot about who we are. I was going to answer the question, you know, if we grew up in a religious background. <laughs> one of our questions we ask everybody. But if you want to know that, go listen to our first episode. Do you remember what yours is called? Um, Weeping May Endure for a Night. And then um, one of our other episodes called Let All That when I Am. When I Am, Praise the Lord. And that's Kylie's story. And then you can find more about us. That's... Um, 
That's all we're going to say about us. Yeah. If you want to learn more, listen to our testimonies, and that kind of explains a lot. Or send in questions for next time we do this. Oh, yeah. Feel free to ask questions. All right. Next question. This is one that we actually have had people ask us. Um, where do we find the people? So we've had like 26 people, but we also have some pre-recorded that you will listen to at some point. So we have already mm -hmm. had like at least 30 people. Yeah, definitely at least 30. Where do these people come from? That is a great question and kind of all over. Yeah. If you <laughs> listen to our early episodes, family, and then we kind of branched out into our church. And, and we did a lack of, we had that summer camp that Camus worked at this summer. Yep. And we asked like pretty much all the staff there to share their testimony because yep. it was a Christian summer camp. So, yeah. and they focused on testimonies, like um, yeah. helping the youth share their testimonies, which was cool. Yeah, it was super cool. And it really tied into the podcast while it was a blessing. Yeah. And then, and then Camus has some coming up from her evangelistic school. She went to some testimonies from people from there. Mm -hmm. All my friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the first people I had, Charlie, um, he was a random one. I mean, if you listen to that episode, I think I talked about it there, about how God kind of just put him there. And he, Charlie started telling me his testimony at my first or second time meeting him. I was like, huh, maybe this is from God. Let's let's record your story. <laughs> and I love that one. Mm -hmm. So definitely. I think and it's super cool. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. And then also. You probably did. Well. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, also, our brother has recruited a person or two. Oh, yeah. And then Cliff, I'm sure we've mentioned, is oh. recruiting people as well. Cliff is our number one recruiter. Shout out to Cliff. Go, Cliff. Woo, Cliff. <laughs> we love Cliff. We really do. Does all our work for us. <laughs> We're not lazy. <laughs> not at all. All right. Um, are we ready for the next question? Yeah. Do you want to ask this question? All right, sure. How do we choose people? Um, I feel like that was the question we just answered. Yeah, I mean, we're not discriminatory. We don't care about your religion or your background or whatever, as long as you have... We, yeah, we don't care if your story is like Mike's where you went to prison or Charlie's <laughs> where you, you know, like got eyesight. If it's even simple, like um, some of the girls we recorded, like Beth, Beth. and Lexi, mm -hmm. like... Their stories were amazing. That's not what we're saying about them. They just aren't the typical, like, I went to prison, now I'm changed. I was blind, now I see. But mm -hmm. there's still these awesome stories that say, wow, God is good, and God is in everyone's life today. So, yeah, I kind of feel like we already answered that question with the last one. So, a little bit, but, yeah. All right, next question, Camus. Um, Who was our favorite? So, out of all the people that we recorded. Which I think is, I hate. I've never been a person to pick favorites. Like, I had, like, three favorite colors. I still have three favorite colors. Um, I do have a favorite day of the week, Thursday. But this is not the question. <laughs> okay, but the point of this, my spiel, oh my goodness. is I'm not very good at picking favorites. But I picked one right before because we just looked at these questions. And I said it was Charlie because, like, one, like I just said a couple minutes ago. Like, I feel like God really sent him... To, like, help start off our podcast, help encourage me, and help show me there's people out there with some stories. Yeah, I have to agree. It's really hard to pick a favorite because, like, I like a lot of them, and a lot of them speak to me at, like, different points in my life. Or, exactly. Like, time. Like, it's probably, like, Lexi or Daryl, who was in the future. 
but mainly because it was just really good conversation and mm. I really could relate to where they were coming from. I love the people where it's just good conversation. Yeah. Like some people I'm like, wow, I can talk to you. <laughs> some people we interview, we, we don't know that well. Mm-hmm. And, and so... And so if you couldn't tell, it's it starts off, but the conversation starts to get there later mm-hmm. in the episode. Definitely. But like when you just really know someone and you can just really talk. And it's just so much easier. Yeah. It's so much better because... Yeah. Other other of my favorites, because I can't just have one, was Mike's. <laughs> yeah. Mike's was awesome. Do you remember what that one was called? I Have Obtained Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. And Joey. Something about the love of money. For the love of money. Ah, thank you. All right. Next question. I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. Our interview style. That's what I wrote. <laughs> it's a good question. So I think the question, though, was, you know, how, how we decided on it. Or how it's kind of changed. Has it changed? It has changed. If you go back and, like, listen to it. I don't know. Not 100%. But, like, I think we've gotten more comfortable in interviewing. I think so, definitely. And, like, understanding, like, maybe how to, like, prompt people. Or, like, how to transition better. So it's not as, like, awkward and clumsy. I've noticed you. Camus, like, she told me this. She watched some sort of YouTube video and talking to people. And I love how Camus does it. At the end, she's really great about, like, summarizing. This is what you talked about. These were the main points, and this is what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Saying all that, I have yet to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, wow, that's such a great way to end. Look at you. <laughs> but so, like, that's yeah. something, like, you for sure have grown in. is like, being able to end and summarize. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think, like, starting the podcast, I started looking at how to talk to people more mm-hmm. and watching videos on that because I'm like, yeah, I wasn't so impressed with my first interviews. Yeah, I tried to find an audiobook um, to listen to about how to interview people. Mm-hmm. Um, that never happened. I found, like, books, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy them. Oh, yeah. And I, so- I listened to TED Talks on it, so... All right, TED Talks, guys. <laughs> Go listen to them. Learn how to talk to people. Don't be like us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else about our interview style that's changed? Mm-hmm. I think I think it will change in the future too. Yeah, I definitely as we like grow as communicators, I definitely don't think that we have reached a peak at our interview style. <laughs> For sure not. <laughs> so we'll probably grow and it'll probably metamorphosize and hopefully get better. So Yeah. And something Camus and I talk about all the time is like a lot of our episodes are very like individual to the person mm-hmm. like some people like uh nicholas his story was it let your light shine yeah let your light shine yeah his story um very much so was a lot of like less story and a lot lower like spiritual thoughts and yeah. it's so it's unique to like him and we have a friend that we still haven't interviewed yet but he wants to he writes like bible songs or Uh christian songs and he wants to play a song for his interview and i'm like yeah do that (laughs) and so like i don't know we're very flexible on it like even then mike when i interviewed him Mm -hmm. i didn't even ask any questions after the break he jumped right in or no i did ask questions but then when he he started talking he just he just talked and i was like that works yeah, some people just talk, and, like, that's really nice, and then some people, like, let you talk along the way, which is also nice, but, like, it just has to do with how everybody tells their story different. hmm and sometimes our interruptions 
our interruptions. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes we edit stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We've got to. All right. Next question. Um, why we do this slash what is our goal? Man, I feel like I always say that's a good question. But like that well, kind of no. <laughs> stop saying it, Kim. It's good. No, go ahead. Um, but I think that's like a really good question. Like our purpose in doing this, like what keeps us doing this? Because obviously we live busy lives and it'd be easy to drop the ball. Yeah. <laughs> but um stories are powerful. And Amen. I think a lot of like people even in our podcast have like mentioned like, you know, you can't refute someone's testimony. Like Mm-mm. It's individual, it's different, it's unique. Everyone's... Is- it's a testimony of a changed life. Like, mm-hmm. people try to change their lives on their own. And for some people it works. But for a lot of people, like, we're stuck in the, like... In- Patterns. Yeah, and you just, like, can't change your life on your own sometimes. Yeah. And then, like, to relate to someone's story in their life is so much easier sometimes than to relate to a sermon or a theological point. And that's kind of why we do this Mm -hmm. is because like we ultimately want people to like be like hey I have a story learn how to share it and also to share it to show others that like God is working still today yeah and that's like something like I think there's so many reasons why we're doing this (laughs) podcast I could sit here and like come up with a new reason every five minutes um but yeah but like what Camus has seen is something I tell like a lot of the people we're recording I'm like um like I really want you to share stories that show people like God is working in people's lives today because like sometimes we hear bible stories we hear stories about people in mission fields overseas or we hear mm-hmm. stories from like 100 years ago or we don't know when they're from yeah from like dead people probably <laughs> but like I'm like let's hear people from like our generation which not everybody is our like same age but to people that are living and people that have seen god work in their lives and they're continuing to see it like let's tell people hey god it's not dead he's working in your life Mm -hmm. like just like look open your eyes yeah and like sometimes that's hard to see it but then like other times you hear a story or some like are you someone challenges you to look at yourself and look at what's happening in your life and you're like oh wait like god is working and that's like part of our goal and like part of the whole reason we do it like we want people to start see that like god is still working he is alive and he is still doing great things we just don't always look for them or see them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think like another reason to give you another one of my million reasons i think like it also is to like show people that like you're not the only one struggling with this and like for me sharing my testimony go listen to it um it was hard to it was hard to share. I didn't want to share those things. But, like, I think sometimes we need to be in vulnerable spots and share the things that are personal and private to let other people know, like, you're not the only one dealing with this situation. You're not the only one who has gone through this. You're not the only one trying to hide these things, parts of your life. Like, mm-hmm. because sometimes we think, like, oh, nobody else does this sin. <laughs> and, like, nobody else experiences this. I'm the only one. Or sometimes we think, you know, everybody does this sin and they just, like, live with it. And God can't, like, help me with this sin. But, like, we need to share our stories about our changed life so that others can see that, like, our lives can change. So that we can come alongside others and help them. Yeah. That's a Bible verse. Where is it? (laughs) Yeah. And to build off Kylie's thought, like, 
my testimony is about like struggling with depression and in the church we so often don't talk about like mental illness or depression Mm -hmm. and so like I really hate sharing it to church members because of that yeah (laughs) um but like we need to start talking about that because like it's not like just because you're a Christian or raised in it doesn't mean you won't struggle with those things so like we need to start opening up and being honest and having those conversations because it's a hard thing to go through. And so often in the church, it you more likely go through it alone because then you're perceived as having weak faith. But that's not true. There's a million reasons to get depression and weak faith may not be one of them. So, yeah. Well, and to like build off of what Camus is just saying, kind of our other half of this question of what our goal is, I think that's kind of exactly what our goal is, is to tell others about what we're struggling with and about, I mean, not always what Camus and I are struggling with, yeah. but about like real things that people are struggling with. Camus and I talked about it when we started. We want to talk about things like depression, homosexuality, um, drugs, you know, real things that people mm-hmm. our ages are struggling with. Yeah, definitely. And so our goal is, you know, like we said, to share that God is real and working in people's lives and to t- touch on important topics. Yeah. Like, the thing we tell people, like, we don't want to censor their story because we want to show what God has done for them. But the only thing is, we just don't want to glorify evil. So, like, at the end of the day, if it's a powerful testimony speaking to what God does, did in your life, and it's not glorifying evil and Satan, then go ahead and share it. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, I think that's answer. So, you want to read this next question? Yeah. So, we wanted to talk a little bit about what we have learned. I read it as something different. Thank you for reading it. (laughs) What we have learned. Oh, so much. I have learned, gosh. Um, So if you just listened to our Thanksgiving episode, both Camus and I talked about spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to my episode, I talked about, at least I think I talked about this, but if I talked about how I felt God calling us to do this podcast, and I feel like because I've listened and because... um, I've made more time for God in my life, but I feel like God has grown me so much in these last six months, seven, eight, like, but especially the last six months, God is like, he's working in my life and like, he's becoming this this person that I talk to like daily and I bring him my struggles now more so than I did. And that's like what I've learned spiritually. That's not exactly all that this question (laughs) is, but I feel like this is this podcast has grown us both spiritually. Yeah. It's like every week, I mean, we're not recording a new one every week because we save them up, but mm-hmm. almost every week um, we go out there and we talk to a person about God working in their life. And then we go and we re- re- listen to it right before we edit it. Yeah. And I hear again, oh, wow, God was speaking that to me. Mm-hmm. I need to like put that in play in my own life. Yeah. And like, we were talking about earlier, like, obviously, we've learned to talk to people and, like, interview styles. But, like, to second that, like, definitely spiritual growth and, like, talking about, like, how we say, like, the good, the, <laughs> the podcast we like the most are the ones where we have good conversation. And I think mainly because, like, that good conversation is because, like, that's God speaking directly in my life at that mm. time. Where I'm seeing, like, hey, I don't struggle alone with these same thoughts and these same problems. And future episodes, Daryl, loved that one. But God was really speaking to me about, like, trials and stuff. And God has been speaking to me about that for quite a while. But it just seems like he keeps bringing people into my life to talk to me about it. And also, like, 
Kylie's saying, like you listen to different people and their testimonies and you get to learn about them and their struggles. And you can see we have the same struggles, but God is still faithful and he's still like working in our lives despite it all. And so like the podcast is really great for us and like in teaching me like to stay God focused Mm -hmm. because every week it's like, you know, like, like let's get ready for the podcast so we have to refocus on God and Mm -hmm. is this uplifting testimony like what bible verse should we use you know to title it and yeah so definitely like just in like remembering to keep centered and to like have honest conversation about our faith because that's yeah be really growing yeah another thing that's less so spiritual but like learning to like ask at first (laughs) I think both Camus and I had such a hard time wanting to ask people for their testimonies. Like, even people we know that have testimonies, it was hard to ask. And we've had people, like, say no or say not at this time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, I don't really think that people telling me no is super discouraging. But sometimes it's hard to, like, it's really hard to ask. I've gotten better at asking, but still sometimes I'm like... Yeah. ask another person well starting out we didn't have many episodes so that was kind of like awkward like hey we just started this do you want to be on it yeah so and, and like uh, yeah it's like this is a thing we're doing and they're like oh how far along oh well you'll be like the third person yeah so that was so it, it doesn't make us sound very legit <laughs> and now that we've been at it for half a year it's way less awkward in that respect but still, like, you got to, like, somehow conveniently weave that into your conversation. <laughs> hey, do you want to be on our podcast and share your story? Like, uh-huh. we don't always know, like, their full story or their story at all. And we're yeah. asking for it. And sometimes, like, at first, I thought just, like, putting it out there that we're looking for testimonies would bring people to us. <laughs> no. You've got to ask them on a personal level. You've got to mm-hmm. go up to them and be like, hey. Will you share your testimony? Because apparently just letting the world know I want a testimony doesn't just bring the whole world to me. Which makes sense. I mean, but I just want it to work that way. <laughs> we would love it if people would just come to us. Unfortunately, that has not happened at this point. But you can do it. We have a Facebook. Message us on there. It's called God is, is Real, God is Good. Podcast or something? I think so. So, like, if you do want to share your story, feel free to reach out to us. We love all stories, no matter how little, small, or big, whatever it is, like we've said before. Yeah. Hold on, I've got to find it. Yeah. God is real. God is good podcast, like I said. Um, we definitely want people to come to us. So, if you've been listening for a while and you've got a testimony you want to share, um, shoot us a message. Or if you know us personally, feel free to reach out. Yeah. All right. What's next? That's the question. Yeah, the question is what's next. We will obviously be doing more holiday episodes. We've talked about this. Yeah, we kind of got one planned for Christmas. I've got an appointment interview set up mm-hmm. here in the next couple weeks. And we've talked about doing Valentine's Day. Yeah, that one's going to be cute. We haven't picked out the couple yet, but a couple is going to... There, it's kind of going to be like Buck and Tiffany's. There's going to be two people on. Um, and basically, it's just going to be their story about, like, how they met and, like, God working in their relationship and causing it to happen. Yeah, yeah. just like godly relationships. So, yeah. And then we say Christmas. 
Um, we've kind of talked about some other holiday ideas, but like if you guys have holiday stories or something that you think would be great for a holiday um, that could tie into our podcast, like let us know because we don't always know exactly what should be done for a holiday. And we love ideas. We do, especially if we don't have to come up with them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we love outside help. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what else is next? Just more people, more, more stories. stories. We're going to be obviously upcoming from all my friends from evangelistic school. So, mm-hmm. um, Emma, we're trying to just reach out to a bunch of different people. Yeah. And get people from all walks of life. So, yeah, all walks. Um, uh, we, I'm, my plan kind of, I want to reach some bigger Christians, um, with great testimonies. Um, I know I have another podcaster coming up who's going to share her testimony in a couple weeks. It should be posted. And I just want to reach more people, um, just like out there. Um, so maybe someday we'll get that. Yeah. Get a bigger following. Yep. Just because like, not for, you know, worth worldly gain or anything but just like to share you know what god's been doing in our lives obviously so their lives our lives all lives all lives yep (laughs) all right last question is it your turn to read i think so so how you can help i would like your help (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like we've been calling you guys to help all throughout this but a couple of the big ways you can help is like to like us or follow us on whatever platform you listen to us on, whether it's like Spotify, Apple, um, I don't know all of the different platforms. Honestly, other platforms steal our content, which we're completely fine with. That's what but they're supposed to do. Yeah, but it's just on all sorts of platforms that we have no idea that even exist. Yeah, so, you know, like wherever you listen, like, like it, review it um comment let us know what you thought about it or if you thought something could be done better you know if yeah. it's helpful criticism obviously yeah and you guys can like like us on facebook message us there on facebook if you've got like something to say um and maybe if we, you send us a message and we really like what you had to say maybe we could like put it at the beginning of an end or an episode yeah um if it's about a testimony you heard or just about testimonies in general um just like interact with us we would love more follower interaction yeah definitely oh the other way you can help us um message us and tell us you want to be on our podcast you don't have to live anywhere near us as i think you've probably gathered we can do zoom <laughs> we can and it actually turns out fairly decent quality for the most part, yeah. yeah. We're also potentially trying out another platform for online um, episodes, but we're still figuring out the logistics of that. And we might stick to Zoom because it also has video, so it's like nice for conver- to facilitate conversations to see each other. Mm-hmm. There's something about being able to read someone's facial expressions and body language that helps you have a conversation, even if you're only recording the audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Any other ways that you can think they can help? Um, just engagement, reaching out, sharing their stories, you know, suggestion for other content. Um, Suggesting other people's testimonies. Exactly. Or, like, giving us information to reach out to other people that you know might be open. You know, Cliff is our number one promoter and recruiter right now, but if you want to become one, <laughs> we will promote you on our next six months episode <laughs> yes <laughs> i didn't know what to call it six i was gonna call it six month review i guess that's kind of what it is well it'll be a year review but it'll be six months from now that's true our six month 
every half year check in. <laughs> Obviously, we have no clue what we're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that is us. That is our life. That our is podcast is life. <laughs> How we recruit people, what we do, why we do it, what we've learned, our favorites, and just everything that we just answered. That was it. Basically, that was it. So, if if there are questions that you guys like, do want to ask us, we will put them on our next six month review. Like, I don't know what kind of random questions you guys want to ask because I'm not you. Yeah. So send them our way, and we'll stockpile them for our next six month review. And, and ask, yeah, you know, like a little Q and A, like YouTubers do, and I never watch those Q and As. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I do, you know, if they're asking good questions. So ask us good questions so and people will watch. <laughs> we will answer those good questions. Ask stupid questions. Ask personal questions. I mean, go Biblical ahead. questions. Yeah, if you want to hear our thoughts on, like, biblical views, we are no experts, but... I mean... You can ask. <laughs> <laughs> We're not experts. We're not pastors. But, I mean, we have a relationship with the Lord, and we will give you our viewpoint. Yeah. Which may not be worth much. If we feel comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask us anything super awkward. Uh, Well, you can ask it, but we can't guarantee we'll reply in our recording. (laughs) We do what we want. (laughs) Unless the Lord directs us otherwise. Unless the Lord rebukes us, then we have to do what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's a Bible verse. We just talked about a Bible study about something about my past lead to death and God's path leads somewhere better no. that was paraphrased that was a great paraphrase. <laughs> <laughs> thank you um yeah god's been telling me to work on memorizing bible verses and paraphrasing apparently is not it no it is not nope all right um I, we're just rambling at this point because i feel like you wanted to hear us ramble um we don't know if you actually did but this <laughs> so rebuke us no <laughs> Anyway, this sounds like a great stopping point before it gets weird. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And thank you, everybody, for following. And we have had some feedback on our Facebook. Thank you to those people, too. Yeah, we really, really appreciated it. And thank you to people that talk to us in person and say, like, hey, I like this. Um, or asked us weird questions like and if you guys have feedback about what you don't like we want to know that too so we can make ourselves it the podcast and ourselves better yeah like if our episodes are too long or whatever it is yeah they're not going to get any shorter but I mean maybe if you keep complaining I'll work on that <laughs> yeah because Kelly has most of the long ones I like to talk and I like people to talk <laughs> anyway thank you guys for tuning in this week and listening to our Six month review, I think is what we're going to call it at this point. <laughs> Have a great week and guess come tune back in next week. week. Next week is my episode. Yep. All right. Be there. Be square. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.